Hey everyone, I'm Joanna, yoga and meditation teacher, Reiki master, sound healing practitioner, and sacred cacao facilitator. You're listening to the Vibrational Shift podcast, dedicated to people looking to reconnect with themselves. Together, we'll explore different energy healing modalities, meditations, breath work, sound healing, and so much more. Are you ready to experience a vibrational shift with me? Hello and welcome back to the Vibrational Shift Podcast. It's me, Joanna. So I wanted to share with you guys that I am counting down the days until I open up the doors to the sacred self-love course. It's my first ever course that I'm going to be launching. It's eight weeks long and it'll start in September, running from September 15th through mid-November. And to celebrate the kickoff of this, I am giving you guys a free event. Also to celebrate my birthday, because my birthday is at the end of the month, but on Sunday, August 27th from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to give you guys a free virtual self-love healing circle. So what are we going to do? We are going to have an immersive wellness experience, a journey to self-love through yoga nidra and a sound bath with my crystal alchemy singing bowls. The magic is going to begin with the yoga nidra practice, a deeply restorative and transformational meditative journey. This technique invites you to tap into the depths of your consciousness, fostering healing and promoting self-love. After that, you're going to be cocooned in the powerful and harmonic vibrations of a sound bath. So I am probably going to be, well, not probably, I will definitely be using my crystal alchemy singing bowls and a handful of other instruments to give you like a harmonious experience. So it's a great opportunity to voyage within and to truly listen to the wisdom of your heart. It's an hour long. I'll chat with you guys a little bit more about the course, give you the access and ability to get first dibs on not only early bird pricing, but some really special deals that are going to go along with that. And there's a limited number that I'm offering for the actual early bird spots with the special promo items. So I hope you'll join me. It's on the 27th of August. And then my birthday is just a few days later on the 30th. So I hope you can come celebrate with me. On this week's episode, I have on Yvonne Hernandez and You'll get to hear us talk a little bit about what it means to listen to your intuition. She shares about her deep knowing that something in her life needed to change and how she accessed her intuition to do that. Not only that, but Yvonne has the most amazing mission that she is currently working towards. So you'll hear us dive into that. And then at the end, she's going to do a primordial and mantra meditation for you all. So I hope you enjoy Please be sure to share this podcast with friends, family members, whoever you think might benefit. And don't forget to subscribe. This podcast is now available not only on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but also Google Podcasts as well. I'll catch you on the other side. Welcome back to the Vibrational Shift podcast. Yvonne and I met a couple of years ago now at this point um, through Clubhouse. Uh, She and I were on a panel together 
And um, I heard about Yvonne's, uh, she's a meditation teacher, and I heard about her mission of being able to bring meditation to a million students, a million children. And that stuck with me. And we were just having a conversation a few minutes before we hit record around this mission. And so um, I'd love for you to maybe tell us a little bit more about yourself, Yvonne, like what, who are you, what are you doing and anything you'd like to share about yourself? Oh my gosh, Amiga, thank you so much for this opportunity and congratulations on this beautiful podcast. And yes, we were on Clubhouse. Yeah, I think it was a stage, whatever it was, but same thing, I hardly ever go on there anymore, but we're here now. And um, so yes, I'm on a mission to teach meditation to 1 million children. And it was one of those things that it was just a message that came in um, that that's what I was going to do after a med one of my meditations. And um, I knew in my heart that's exactly what I needed to do. I, I, I'm listening to the message. And and also years ago, I had listened to this beautiful quote by the, by the Dalai Lama where he says, if every year old in the world is taught meditation, we will eliminate violence within one generation. And as a mom of three kiddos within that age range, it really, really, really hit my heart. I'm like, oh my goodness, world peace is totally possible. And then learning about Deepak Chopra's mission, and he wants to have a billion people meditating around the world, which is only 15% of the world population, and just connecting the dots and how everything started aligning. So when I received this message about teaching meditation to 1 million children, it was just it was just like, wow, like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. I, I feel totally aligned with everything. Um, all the pieces are coming together. I'm, I'm listening to my intuition, being guided where I'm supposed to go, who I'm supposed to connect with, where I, where I say yes, where I, where I, you know, give my time to and where I don't, which has been huge because I would give a lot of myself and it would just deplete me. And that was the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, so that's what I've been doing. I'm also doing Reiki. So I teach meditation, um, bilingual English and Spanish and to kids, adults, families at schools, organizations, virtually in person. And then I'm also teaching Reiki, doing Reiki sessions in person and virtually, or I mean, distance. And um, just working on different projects, um, events, I'm doing some in-person events as well, some virtual events, monthly virtual events as well, different collaborations. And it's just been really neat, just the different people that are coming into my life and the collaborations that are happening. It's It's been such um, a blessing, I feel, um, because I, I feel like I'm living in my purpose. Um, and it feels so effortless. And that was one of the things we talked about, like how intentional I've been with the things that I want to create, being very detailed about my intentions as well, because I want to create my life, my income effortlessly and around my children. My children are still young. And so I want to be able to be there for them and with them and you know, participate in the different things that they do, because once they go off to college or if they do or they don't, but once they're out of this house, it's like, that's it, right? <laughs> it won't be the same. And so I want to make sure that they see that I am prioritizing them um, and myself too. I, that was another thing that I had to learn, like 
even prioritize myself. Um, as a mother, I was not doing that at the beginning. And th that was definitely something that took a toll on me. And so just being very intentional with all the things that I'm creating, where I put my energy in has been very powerful and life-changing, um, you know, to say the least, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And can you remind me, where are you based? Like actually well, based? I am in Southern California and um, I, I moved out here about, well, almost 20 years ago, but I was born and raised in Texas on the border. And um, so, yeah, so now I'm, I'm, I'm a Cali girl, but I still have my heart in Texas. <laughs> Got it. And um, the some of the the offerings that you have, we were talking about it before we started recording. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about like the different types of workshops that you bring into the different school systems? So I offer uh, classes with the students. It would be fifteen minute sessions with the students. I understand their attention span, and I've tested it so many times. And fifteen minutes is the max. Ten to fifteen minutes is the max, and so. I've been teaching preschool through high school and their homerooms, or maybe if it's in person, it's been every homeroom or a large group or however we coordinate the timing. And then teacher workshops as well, where the teachers wanna learn and they wanna be the facilitators. So then that makes it easier for me. So then that way it's, I'm being more efficient with my time and I can reach my goal quicker to get to a million kids that's going to take a while and so I knew that I had to also teach the teachers and the parents and the organization leaders the counselors so that then they can teach those kids and we can spread the word and you know grow this movement out faster um, to reach and it's such a it's such a beautiful you know way to empower the students they don't need any tangible tools they just need themselves and they can meditate wherever they are on their desk on the floor on their bed on the chair on the sofa wherever they're at and that's also what i want to teach the adults too it's like you don't need a mat you don't need special lighting you know you don't need all these things right that you usually see in pictures or on instagram posts like the perfect pose and the this and the that your fingers like this and mm -hmm. this the crossing of the legs and some people can't cross their legs and then they that you know turns them off. They're like, well, I can't even cross my legs. So why am I even going to meditate? Or I don't even have time. Like, when am I going to do like all these things? Right. So I am teaching them that it could be something very, very simple as just breathing for 30 seconds, deep breathing. If you're at a red light, you don't have to close your eyes, but just take those deep breaths. Um, just taking that moment for yourself, which is something that I had to learn. And I learned it as a mother. I wish I knew as a child, so now I get to teach the children. It's like, you guys are ahead of the game. Like you get to learn these beautiful tools that will help you for the rest of your life. Just taking that moment for yourself, taking that rest. It is okay to rest. Um, it is okay to take a big breath in. Uh, we have this beautiful abundance of oxygen and it's free. Take advantage of it um, because most people don't take deep breaths. It, they're just going through life with shallow breathing and you wonder why so many people are so stressed out and they can't think and they get so frustrated it's like well you don't have any oxygen in your brain first of all <laughs> um take that deep breath and so i'm just trying to show them like it's something very simple that you can do and another thing trying to teach them too that 
this has nothing to do with changing their religion. That's been one of the biggest questions that I get from families who are super religious. And it's like, it's fine. Like I respect whatever religion you are. And, but I want them to know that I'm not changing their child's religion. I'm just empowering them with tools. I'm like, how am I going to take a deep breath? different ways of breathing, different breathing techniques, just to, you know, give it a little spin. Oh, we're going to breathe like this or, or this other breathing, or maybe we're going to trace our fingers or maybe alternate nostril or whatever, right? Like there's so many different kinds. How can you meditate? Okay, there's different kinds of meditations. And so I'll guide them to through different um, styles of meditation so that they can choose whatever they feel like and they, they feel empowered to you know, face whatever it is that they're facing, especially little kids. Um, usually, you know, little kids are like, oh, you'll be fine, you'll be fine. But how do they deal with these emotions other than go to your room and figure it out, cry it out? It's like, that's not serving them, you know? And especially if after COVID, right? So much has happened, right? And kids are still trying to process everything that they've gone through, maybe personally in their families, at school, a lot of loss, um, you know, and dealing, you know, absorbing the parents' emotions as well. Parents didn't know how to process either. How are children going to process this? And they're still processing. So just another tool to help them coping, you know, with, with whatever it is that they're, you know, facing. Yeah, that's such a beautiful mission. And when I think about, um, I also learned a lot of my mindfulness techniques and didn't start down those paths of self-discovery until I was a mother. Right. And I'm so glad I had it, you know, for, for that. But if I had only been exposed to it sooner, I was reflecting on this and I think I didn't know what it was called back then, but I remember being in high school and I went to a Catholic high school and, um, there was one, surprisingly, it was one of the religion teachers. I look back at it now I remember this one particular class because it was so like I walked out of there feeling so relaxed. And what she did with us was a meditation. We did a visualization of how to kind of just allow ourselves to breathe. And I'll never forget it because I, I used it for a long time without realizing again, number one, it was meditation. And she was giving us a visualization to kind of process when we're having a lot of anxiety, but she didn't call it that she made it really accessible so much so that I still remember it you know, to this day, 20 years later, um, she had us envision ourselves walking down a dock and that there were boats at the dock and each boat was a thought or a worry that we had, and we could untie the boat and watch the boat sail off into the ocean. And I remember I didn't necessarily understand, um, why I felt the way that I did, but I knew that I could come back to that. And I think that was her way of also kind of coming to what you were saying about people being afraid um, related to religion. And so her accessible way of doing it for us was through visualization. So um, that came to me right now as you were talking and I was like, oh yeah, I, I guess I have had this practice for a while without even necessarily realizing it. Um, one of the things that I would love to discuss with you today is around vibrational shifts, right? That's the name of the podcast and really um, maybe allowing you time to think about and share with us moments in your life when you knew that you 
needed a vibrational shift. Um, and I say by vibrational shift, but for anyone listening, that's like, whenever you can feel in your body, in your mind, that something is not right. And something needs to change. Like, how do you learn to listen to that? Or how do you even learn to recognize it? Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Wow. Thank you. That, well, the biggest change that I felt that big, big shift was almost 20 years ago. Well, no, 19 years ago, I guess. Um, um, I had started doing a laser hair removal therapy. And um, so I did in my underarms and I did one version in Texas when I was still living there. And then I moved, I got married, um, started a whole new family, you know, find new friends, all of that when I moved out to California. And so, and then I started a different type of uh, laser hair removal therapy. Um, and it was more like a rubber band. So that was a stress on my body. So after a while, my skin started changing to white. I started losing the melanin on my skin. And that was really scary because, you you know, it's like, wow, my underarms are like turning white. Like, this is not right. I knew something was not right. I, I told, you know, the person that's doing the, the laser hair removal and they increased the intensity. So it made it worse. So then I went to a dermatologist and she said that everybody has the vitiligo in their gene and it's activated by high stress. So the high stress was the, the laser hair removal therapy. But now in hindsight, now I understand and know that it was a combination of things. It was a laser hair removal. It was moving from Texas to California, getting married, leaving my family and my friends, starting a whole new family and finding new friends. So I, I, I you know, it was a huge change for me, but I didn't know it at the time. I felt like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Like I'm ready to move. I'm, I'm ready for this new chapter in my life and get married and, you know, eventually start my family. And then five years later, I became mom and that was a whole other change on my body. And so then it really spread on my body, my knees, my hands, um, the back of my neck. Um, I had so many spots. And after praying, praying, praying so much, like everybody does, like, why me, why me, why me? There was this shift. And I'm not even sure how or what it was, but I knew it was a blessing in disguise. Like that just came into my head. I'm like, okay, God, this has to be a blessing in disguise. Okay, show me what is it that I need to do? What do I need to learn from this? Because I don't get it. And it's really bothering me and I don't want it to bother me anymore. I was so embarrassed of my skin, ashamed. I felt ugly. Uh, you know, it just, I, all these, you know, spots on my body. And I wouldn't tell any about anyone about this. And it was just like my mom and just my family, just not, like, I didn't even tell like, my in-laws or anybody else like it was I I was just so embarrassed um it was such a difficult time so then slowly all these things started coming in um the movie the secret came into my life I watched that I learned about uh yoga nidra and I'm like oh my gosh this is like the best thing ever I can actually get some rest and feel rested in four hours and because I was running on fumes with, you know, at one point I had three kids under five years old. So I, I slept very little. Um, and so 
all the the breath work came into my life, uh, mirror work, um, journaling, um, just so many different things, and then connecting with my intuition, which was super powerful, and I didn't quite understand what that was. But as I practice and started listening, okay, what is it that I feel? What was that message? And I could hear it, not hear like like sounds, but like I just like this knowing sometimes, right? Um, and sometimes I could, I don't know, it was just really weird. And I'm like, okay, but I knew like I had to listen. Where am I saying yes? Where am I saying no? I stopped watching the news. Um, I started distancing myself from toxic relationships, um, products that I use, makeup, you know, hair stuff, deodorant, all that stuff switched to clean, slowly, 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 like started changing all these things. I was already like eating um, very clean and healthy, but products, I still hadn't really switched that much. And so I'm like, okay, switch all of that up. Later on, I learned all of these things are toxic to our body, right? It's, it's, a, it's a form of stress on our body. The food, the chemicals, the products, the makeup, the hair product, the deodorant, the nail polish, the eyeliner, like all of that is a form of stress, even though it's like super micro, but it builds up and it absorbs into your bloodstream, right? And so then I learned that that's another form of stress. So as I started letting go of all those things, my color started coming back. And I was just like blown away because that wasn't even my intention. It just started happening. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my goodness. So my elbows used to be white. And I'll I'll probably just start sharing some more pictures, but my elbows yeah. were white. Um, my brown color is back. The back of my neck was white. Um I had to wear my hair down all the time. I was so embarrassed. Now I'm like, yeah, I can wear a ponytail and you could still see some of it. Yeah. And now I'm okay. Um, my hands, I still have some that I'm still slowly, you know, it is changing. I could see that is changing. I used to have a, a spot that looked like a snowman, but now it's <laughs> it's like more faded. So I like, I can, I can yeah. see that more quickly, right? Yeah. Um, my knees are back to brown. Like it's just been like the most amazing shift like wow like because I listen to my intuition like so much shifted in my life then Reiki came into my life meditation came into my life that's how I learned about Deepak's meditation teaching certification program um just learning more and more and more and then you know fast forward I received the message. I'm going to teach meditation to 1 million children. I'm like, yep, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I didn't even question it, even though it's such a huge number. And most people are like, a million kids? That's like a lot of kids. Like, how are you going to do that? Like, they feel overwhelmed. And I'm like, it's all right. I got it. Like, it's going to be fine. Like, it's okay. I'm listening. I know I'm guided. I know I'm protected. I know where I'm supposed to go um, because I'm listening. Um, so I think that's been like the, biggest shift in my life like it's so neat to see like now what I've been through to where I'm at now to see the shift I'm like whoa that was that was it when I said I'm gonna do that laser and then once I started seeing that change on my skin and I paid attention and that's it's usually like how you know 
if you pay attention how diseases happen, right? Because like the word disease, like your body is not at ease. So some people's like, oh, there's this inflammation and there's this thing. But if you don't pay attention, then it starts manifesting into more and more things. And that's one of the messages I, I try to like share and like in circles and like whenever I do some events, um, like listen, listen to your body. Like where is it that you have that pain, that ache, that feeling, that discomfort? And instead of running to the doctor and getting, you know, some prescription just to band-aid over it and numb it out, how about focus on what it is? Because usually it's things that we need to deal with, something that we're holding on to, some stress, some trauma that we're trying to hold on to, and we need to let that go. Um, so it's just been really neat to to see this journey and like how I'm being able to help people. And that was another thing, like I always knew I wanted to help people in, in a way and serve, but also get paid. And so now it's like, wow, like I get to teach kids how to meditate and I get paid for this. Like, <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Like, yes. wow, I'm having so much fun doing it. <laughs> and I, I love that you brought forth this thread of intuition of really learning how to listen um, to ourselves. Like that's probably one of the first things when we're going through a shift in our lives, you know, without even having the word intuition, it can be scary because you can't necessarily quite point to what it is that you know that needs to change, but you don't know how to go about doing it. Like that first step I feel like is bringing your awareness to the fact that you're receiving signs, like either through the body, through a knowing, um, and hearing you recount that through your story, it, it, it's beautiful to see how all of the different things started to come your way and all of the different pieces you were using to give you the ability to move through that shift from changing the way that you were eating to changing the products to finding meditation, Reiki, like so many different tools that you had um, and it didn't happen overnight. I think you said, was it 15 years from yeah, start to finish or more, more than that? Probably, yeah, it's probably 20 because I started before I got married. It'll be a 20 year anniversary this summer. Um, so yeah, I started the first laser in, uh, when I was still in Texas. So that was 20 years ago. And then when I mm. moved out to California, that's when I started the, the different kind of laser which was the stressful one. And so that really, I think that was like the last straw, right? Uh, where it, everything just like, poof, my body's like, all right, get, I give up. Like, we're yelling now because you're not listening to me. Like, I need you to rest. And, and I feel like when we, like that's how our body tells us different things. Like when something's off in our bodies, our body is trying to tell us like, um, hello, listen, like you need to slow down. You need to rest, like you need to, connect back with yourself because you're not. Yeah. So I think everything you just shared has been so helpful and a great reminder. Um, I'd love if you wouldn't mind walking us through um, a meditation to be able to share with everyone tuning in and listening in. Yes. So I will be guiding you through a silent meditation, which is usually what a lot of people find very intimidating, but we will be using a mantra and the mantra will be so hum. And I will be guiding you through the whole process. So whenever you're ready, 
find a safe space to sit, not lie down. For this, we're going to sit down. And either close your eyes or have a soft gaze looking down. And take a deep breath, a big cleansing breath so we can release all that stagnant air that's in our lungs, completely letting go. Another big breath in. Hold it for a bit. Exhale through your mouth, letting everything out. Notice your bright your breathing as you inhale and exhale. Nourishing your cells, nourishing your body, your mind. And feel that beautiful oxygen filling your body from head to toe. We're going to ask ourselves the four soul questions. So in your mind, ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? Just whatever flows in. Just let that be. And now ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want? Just allow the experience to come to you. It can be in the form of a sensation, image, feeling, or thought. And just be open to it. What do I want? Now the third question. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? This is also an experience. Allow any sensation, image, feeling, or thought to come to you. Staying open. What is my purpose? The fourth question, what am I grateful for? What am I truly grateful for? Allowing any sensation, image, feeling, or thought to come to you. What am I grateful for? And 
Now silently begin saying the following sentence. I am, then your full name, first name and last name. Now drop your last name and just repeat. I am, and your first name. Now drop your first name and just repeat. I am, I am. Now change the I am to aham, aham, which is the vibration of I am, aham. And now we'll be using the mantra, so hum, or if you have your primordial sound mantra, you may use that, which is the unique vibration of your soul. And we will be using so hum every time you have a thought or a distraction or a sensation in your body. Repeat. So hum. It may become faster or slower, louder or fainter, or it may even become distorted. However it changes, continue repeating it effortlessly without resisting or anticipating changes. It's more like listening to it rather than saying it. From time to time, you may notice that your attention has drifted away from your mantra to other thoughts in your mind, a noise in the environment, or a sensation in your body. Whenever you notice that your attention has drifted away from your mantra, gently come back to it. And remember to let go of any expectations you may have during the practice. If you notice that you are focusing on a feeling, mood, or emotion, or if you're waiting for some experience to happen, treat this as you would any other thought and gently bring your attention back to the mantra, innocently going with the flow. Please continue meditating with so hum. I'll watch the time and I'll, and I'll let you know when to stop repeating the mantra.
keeping your eyes closed, meet the mantra and rest in existence. Rest in awareness, rest in being, just rest. Existence, awareness, being. Sat, chit, ananda. Resting in existence, awareness, being. Resting in presence, resting in I. Now resting in being, resting in I, resting in existence, awareness, presence. They are all the same thing. We will introduce four intentions and as I pronounce them, mentally release them in being. Joyful, energetic body. Joyful, energetic body. Loving, compassionate heart. Loving, compassionate heart. Reflective, alert mind. Reflective, alert mind. Lightness of being. Lightness of being. Continue to rest in being. Now take a few deeper breaths. Move and stretch gently, bringing your palms together in front of your heart center, bowing in gratitude, with gratitude to your soul. You may open your eyes gracefully and bow soul to soul to those around you as we say the blessing, Namaste. The light in me sees the beautiful light in you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Yvonne, for that beautiful practice. And this was just one minute. Um, We do 30 minutes in silence, but I don't want to take up 30 minutes of your podcast time, but that could be maybe (laughs) another time. Um, So this is what I do um, every morning and afternoons. And it, it really helps me so much, even when I'm so tired, especially in the morning, like I wake up at 5 a.m., because that's the only time that no one needs mommy. <laughs> so <laughs> like I'm getting up and sometimes I just go back to sleep. I'm like, ah, I still got time. Um, I can go back to sleep, but it makes a huge difference um, in my life, in my day, taking that moment for myself. It's like, this is 
what I'm gifting myself today, this moment to connect with the beautiful inner peace that's inside that we all mm -hmm. have inside of us, you know, that we forget. So yeah, so that was a little sneak peek into into a primordial sound meditation or a silent mantra uh, meditation that um, is very powerful because you are quieting your mind completely. Um, and of course, you'll have thoughts, you'll have distractions, you'll have things. But and I think that's the difference with like guided meditations, like you're hearing someone and, you know, you hear the words or like you're like, you know, maybe they'll say, oh, there's a beautiful meadow or a beautiful mm -hmm. beach and the waves. And then you start thinking, oh, I'm going to go on vacation and I'm going to go to da da da. Oh, I got to get my passport. And then your thoughts start going. Right. And so yeah. your mind is not fully resting. And so I, I really like this practice. And this is the um, the meditation that I was trained in um, because it's really powerful. Like once you start quieting your mind, um, it's, it's like a game changer. I feel. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Yvonne, how can people get in touch with you? So I can be found, um, my socials is decide balance on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is decidebalance.com or in Spanish, decide balance. Um, so that's where I can be found. And I'm, I, I would love, you know, to connect with those that are ready to bring tools to kids or even to yourself. Um, collaborations, I'm open to collaborations always and just any ideas as well. So yeah, and then just anything that I'm, I'm, I'm working on, I'll, you know, I'll be sharing on my Instagram and on my website, like any new offerings, um, I'll, I'll be sharing there as well. Mm -hmm. And I'll be posting the link to this recording on there as well, <laughs> on my website. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you again so much, Yvonne. Thank you for joining. And um, I can't wait for the next episode. Yay. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening in this week. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Yvonne as much as I did. As always, please be sure to reach out on social. You can find Yvonne at decidebalance.com, also on IG at decide balance and join me next week as I have Ariana Camprod, who is the co-owner of Clarksburg Yoga and Wellness here in Maryland. And we dive into the topic of motherhood as always. I love hearing from you all. Don't be shy. Reach out on IG, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you thought about the episode and until next week. Bye.